0: Hello, and welcome to the Double Take Podcast, where we give our takes on all things TV. I'm Jess, and here with me is Jenny. And today we'll be talking about a few things, but Citadel's first two episodes and the White House Plumbers' first episode in particular. But before we jump into those two shows, what else have you been watching, Jenny? I've been watching some more
1: of the same. I've done a few more episodes of Everything's Going to Be Okay. Which I'm not like ready to recommend to anyone who's not a kid yet. There are two I, I don't can't remember exactly what I've said about this, but this is the Josh Thomas Australian comedy that I've been watching because I can't find Please Like Me Anywhere and it's killing me. Um so I tried to watch a few more episodes of that and it's like light and fun, but it's not it's not as good to just Did you say a kid?
0: Like you would only recommend <laughs> this to what, like high schoolers?
1: Uh, or like middle schooler to high school. The the like it's got some like ABC family vibes for some reason. Although that's not true. It like skews back and forth because Josh Thomas has some like screwy in a way that I like sense of humor. So maybe it wouldn't be appropriate for that age, but there are two kids that are like the other main characters that lost their dad and Josh Thomas's character is now their, their guardian. But the two kids are like having kid problems, you know? Like they go to school and there are school bullies and like things like that. So I don't know. I
0: guess I haven't for, fully formed my thoughts on who to recommend that to yet, but um, other like than- the way you refuse to acknowledge that it's called Freeform now and has been for a few years. What's called Freeform now? What do you mean? <laughs> ABC Family. Oh. <laughs> like the last few times you've said ABC Family on oh. the podcast, I always think to myself, "Hmm, it's not called that anymore. I was but like, I, I watched I, I it on like Hulu. That's not called Freeform. <laughs> no. I appreciate it
1: because I like the name ABC Family. It's like how people around where we grew up call the bridge. Wait, why can't I think of what bridge I'm thinking? Do you know what I'm talking about? There's a bridge, bridge? that changed. I names. do not know. Ooh, I don't
0: know. You're all, it'll come about. to me later.
1: <laughs> for for anyone who knows, <laughs> who knows I what I'm talking call about? I still
0: the arena the Susquehanna Bank Center. I'm pretty sure it's Susquehanna oh. Bank no longer exists. Yeah. What is the name of that arena now? Um, like the Energy or whatever. No. Oh, I have
1: literally no idea. That's the stop. Anyway, we're getting away from ourselves. But um, yeah, a bunch of different things, just like random TV episodes to get me into the next slew of releases. I started watching over the weekend. Um, oh, wow. Now I'm not going to remember the name of it. It's Oh, the other two with um, Molly oh, yeah. Shannon. Nice yeah, yeah, yeah. And I say with Molly Shannon as though she's like the main character. I just love her. But she she plays the mom, like a side character in the show. But because the new season is coming out, I wanted to catch up on the episodes. Are you watching for the first time? Like you started season one. I saw some of season one a few – like when it I guess a year ago. Um, but I've never seen any of season two. And I'm realizing yeah. now that I never finished season one. So that's fun.
0: Oh. Yeah, I just started watching season one last month or so mm-hmm. and then forgot about it. And then remembered that season three was imminently yeah. premiering. It's catch up time. And got stressed because I have too much to catch up on. So I'm not sure I'm gonna make it to that one. But it is funny. It's funny, yeah. I like it's it. It's also it's very underrated. Like I don't feel like I know I agree. people that watch it at all. Yeah. Have you been watching anything else exciting or too much to name? <laughs> I went through a lot of watching this weekend and it was quite a lot, so I won't list all of it. But I watched uh, the first three episodes of Drops of God on oh. Apple TV, which, yeah, I don't know that it'll come up in a newsletter or anything. So I can just briefly, <laughs> really quick, discuss it here. Not because I don't like it, but or because I don't like—I don't have strong feelings about it. So I don't—I don't know that I would review it particularly. It feels like it's just sort of there, but it's also kind of good. It's just – I can't figure out what the point of it is. It's like a wine competition between these two people that are competing for inheritance. Oh, yeah. Yeah, one of them had like never had alcohol before but then becomes this like expert wine taster slash smeller. No, it's a a drama and I guess it's supposed to be like suspenseful but it's just sort of like nice to watch. Like I just feel – I don't know. It makes me want to drink wine and I learned some things about wine and it's probably – not as interesting if you don't like wine because they really do talk about it quite a bit I don't know it's just sort of there the premise could really go either way someone
1: who's like never had wine before trying to become a sommelier could be a good comedy premise
0: yeah it's definitely not comedic there is some amount of mystery slash intrigue around that main character Hmm. and I think that's why I like it so far I'm like learning more about her backstory and like her nose bleeds when she drinks alcohol in the first episode, and I was like, "Why would that happen? That seems strange." So then I was invested in figuring out why that was occurring. Spent too much time in the upside down. I
1: before we, <laughs> I can see that you're giving me. <laughs> a yeah, it wasn't that, but I was
0: just gonna move on.
1: Um, I have a little bit of TV news that maybe you already are aware of. Um, before we jump into White House Plumbers and Citadel. Uh, there are severance season two delays, which already were pre- reported, but even further delays because um, they have the backstage drama of the two co-runners, which I didn't realize the extent to which it was really like pushing things back. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff about like a toxic work environment between Dan Erickson and Mark Friedman. Um, Dan Erickson wrote the pilot and Mark Friedman was like the veteran producer that was working with him to move the show along, whatever. And Mark Friedman tried to leave at the end of the season, which we knew. And then um, Ben Stiller insisted that he stay because they couldn't find a replacement. So I, yeah, apparently they're delayed even further. Uh, And Apple wants two more seasons and they're running into like budget issues now that they're so delayed. And uh, it just uh, feels like a bummer. I was excited to hear news about the show. When I saw a headline about Severance, I was like, ooh, do we have news about like when the new season will be coming out, or if they're starting
0: or finishing up filming or something, but a little bit of a downer there. I did see that news a few days ago and then sort of forgot about it. Yeah. I think I wasn't super surprised because I was like, we should have gotten news about season two by now. So then when I saw that and it wasn't that an announcement, everything, yeah. Yeah, I was, I, I thought it made sense. It's interesting to read. I didn't know that there were problems between the showrunners in season one but apparently there were from like day 1 mm-hmm. of filming and we got still this very excellent season of television even with them fighting basically the entire time so i was like i don't know just whatever whatever happened worked <laughs> so like well let's do that again please how do you do but yeah obviously uh, uh, that's probably not a good work place
1: yeah uh, i just have like a viscerally like ugh, feeling when i think about people when I hear the word toxic workplace" for the first uh, in the first place, but then also just like thinking about people that hate each other having to go to work, then I, I don't want that for the show that I, <laughs> wanna no, I don't want to watch all the know. background.
0: I hope they figure it out. I really want season two. I didn't say how delayed it was. No, I'm still holding out hope that we get it this year. fingers crossed as long as they don't trash it entirely. I will. It will all be fine. I I've mean, got plenty of other shows to watch in the meantime. Yeah. From what I've heard, like I said,
1: the Apple is like pretty insistent. They want at least two to three more seasons. So
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was one of the shows that made me be like, no, Apple TV is actually great mm-hmm. and totally worth it. So they would be wrong, stupid <laughs> to give it up now. But then again, I'm sure, sure Apple sucks. TV knows that. Yes. And yeah, it's just the issues with the show. But
1: yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. Uh, and after that, boomer news. Uh, yeah, I guess Citadel, White House Plumbers. Any any preference on what we talk about first?
0: I don't have any notes written down for Citadel, so I'm going off pure memory. But let's start. <laughs> yeah, really just vibes. I mean, so the first two episodes I watched; those are the there are only two out. Mm-hmm. Uh, briefly for the audience, Citadel is. Reportedly the second most expensive TV show of all time. Prime also has What's the number one. What's the first? One. Do we know? Okay, it's there we go. It's Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. The, yep. the Lord of the Rings series. And so what did they say? Like each episode of Citadel supposedly costs like 50 million. I don't know. But then it also involved like reshoots and stuff. It wasn't just pure Got like it. the value of making it. It also had issues, like behind-the-scenes issues with people disagreeing. I think they made two versions of the show, basically, from what Ooh, I can I would tell like to see the second version. In reading reports. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, it stars Richard Mountain and Priyanka Chopra Jonas as spies and Stanley Tucci. And so that's really spy. all you need to know. It's just a spy show. It is, like, it's funny that it's – well, it's also executive produced by the Russo brothers who did Avengers endgame and infinity war which is why supposedly prime gave them so much money because mm-hmm. they have like carte blanche to do whatever they want after doing avengers infinity war and endgame i don't hate citadel i'll just get that out of the way i like it i don't i don't like it in terms of like i i'd give it an a rating like no but am i enjoying watching it yeah you're gonna keep watching it yeah, yeah um. it's my treadmill show now.
1: <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. I um, I don't hate it. Like, I don't think it's the worst thing that I've ever seen, but I definitely – I watching the first episode, I got bored. Like, halfway through, I was like, is this still happening? <laughs> I just, like, I need to stop watching this now. And then the second episode was not much better. It was a little better. Um, but, yeah. I mean, you said all we really need to know is spies. It's very Mr. and Mrs. Smith meets Born Identity there are two spies who obviously have like a little something, something going on together. And then both of them lose their memory. So like they have to relearn how to be spies or whatever, um, or either regain their memory or just like go is that off the of plot pure of Instincts. Mr. And Mrs.
0: Smith or something. I never seen that movie, so I don't know. What's oh, similar. Mr. And Mrs.
1: Smith is the, yeah, Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie are both spies, but don't know that the other is a spy and they're like a couple. And then they, I, it's been a long time. Oh. um, yeah, anyway. It's like it's not like spy forward. <laughs> if I remember correctly, it's more like it's a the, rom-com, right? Not a rom-com, but like a rom drum. Um anyway, I have a couple of things. First of all, that Grubhub uh product placement in the first episode. I don't even remember that. Oh, I laughed out loud because it looks photoshopped in a little bit and it's just like a a bag, a a paper bag, on the counter of this person's Eugene Oregon, like very lovely house. And I say this person, Richard Madden, wife and daughter, etc. And it's the G H like big letter. I'm gonna find a like a screen. This is your first
0: it. note for real. This out is of all note, the things in the show. Yes. No, <laughs> you're just going chronologically. I see. I am going chronologically a little bit. <laughs> I feel like there's more to say than than this, but I thought it was funny. funny I did first not of all, um,
1: the the first thing actually in my notes was um why would he guess something he thought was a myth? Which doesn't sound like anything. But the the conversation that Priyanka Chopra jonas has with the guy who she thinks has uranium or whatever in a suitcase. He is like, who are you with? Like CIA or whatever? And then she's like, "Ah, much more hardcore than that. I don't remember the actual dialogue. And then he's like, Citadel? You're with Citadel. I thought they were a myth. And I was a little like, why would you guess
0: something you thought was a myth? That
1: but would then be we like- also
0: find out that he knew that it- – he knew exactly what his mission was and it right. was to go there and, well, I shouldn't say more. Uh, no, don't. Yeah. Don't. I mean, it's literally the first two minutes, just to be clear. I'm really not giving anything away.
1: It was just the first instance of – and then that, like, whole reveal or whatever, it was the first instance of me being like, this writing is weird. I don't love the writing. Just, like, the dialogue is not hidden for me. Oh, it's not very good. No. I'm not disagreeing <laughs> with that. Yeah. I – so my my main critiques are for – it's it's very – I guess this is not a critique. This is a comment. It's very action forward and nothing much else forward. It's very action and pretty people forward. Hell yeah. And Stanley Tucci's there.
0: (laughs) I love Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci is the best part by far of this show.
1: Yes, but I'm bummed he's in, in this show. I want him to be in a better spy
0: show. Like, I mean, sure, it would be great if this show were this show, but better, but it's the show it is. And yeah, I don't know. It just, I feel like critics are, they were so quick to be like, oh, the Russo brothers, like another flop, another expensive flop. Cause they did the gray man, that movie on Netflix with Ryan Gosling, that was also just a really generic, like spy thriller. And I did not like that movie. It it was mind numbingly generic. But also I watched it just like on the couch as my evening premiere flick, whereas Citadel I watched on the treadmill. I think it just – it is is what it is. It's just an action.
1: I think you're packed. a little
0: biased to this type of movie
1: because I'm giving this – I feel like my same criticism – of this of like it's not doing anything new it's just like a spy movie is what you've said about like political thrillers you're like i'm done like it's i'm bored when there are political thrillers that don't do anything new and i feel like that's how i feel
0: about this it's like a spy thriller that i've seen before i
1: i don't normally
0: like spy stuff though i I normally put it in a similar category to the political drama Mm. I like I like I said that Gray Man was sort of the same as this, just like a generic spy movie, and I was like, "Well, that was bad. I didn't like that at all." And I don't know. I can't even put my finger on what it is about this show. Maybe it was because I expected it to be terrible because I'd read all those reviews and tweets of people being like, "Of course, the Russo brothers made a, another terrible, generic, forgettable piece of trash." And I expected my interest in it to be similar to my interest in the Night Agent. For example, hmm. which is to say, very little. And then it was fun enough to keep me like entertained. And so I was surprised.
1: I, yeah, that's fair. I mean, yeah, there's always like that little something, something about a show that maybe hooks you, but that has not nothing. And there's nothing that has hooked me yet to keep watching. Maybe if like, if I hear that episode four really like turns it around and ooh, people are really into it, I'll, I'll go back. But one of the things that really gave me the ick, <laughs> two two things. One, the villain, which I won't give too much away, but just like the motives of the villain, which are not totally clear. So maybe that'll get better. But the villain, like entity itself feels very generic. Also, the like main mission of the first two episodes, I don't think is... Um, a uh, spoiler to say they're trying to get they're, they're trying to recover a suitcase that has a lot of secret information including all of the nuclear codes to every nuclear weapon ever um and they're like it's been 8 years since this case has been hidden and i just want to know if none of the nuclear codes Ever change in eight years? I get a notification to change my password every like three want this three show to months. be
0: realistic, but it's just eight years. It's, <laughs> it's sort of silly. It's not realistic. But that's I don't the know. thing. They're not playing it off as though it's like a spoof spy. It, yeah, are like, it's this a little alarming serious. that they want it to be a very serious drama. And I'm like, no, this is silly. Like, they have a little <laughs> vial of their memories that they inject into their necks. Like, that's silly. That's just, just silly goofy That's camp. Mood. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's how I'm that's how I'm viewing this show. The fact that they thought perhaps I, I'm not in their brains, but if they thought this was a very serious spy drama, like a James Bond, but like a serious spy drama that that really was like high prestige TV, like, no, absolutely not. This is a popcorn <laughs> flick. This is a dad show. This is just silly fun. Yeah, I guess.
1: I guess I'm not a silly fun. <laughs> I guess I'm not fun right now. <laughs> no, um, i fun. Those are my those are my only notes. I really the the nuclear codes thing. <laughs> really, I was
0: like, that's so stupid. Sorry, Russo brothers. It's the writing is not isn't good, but I'm like I said, I'm choosing to see it as uh, done that way on purpose. Mm-hmm. Just a little goofy.
1: Yeah. Also, the like, I mean, we've already covered that. Clearly, the emotional arcs are not going to be very well developed if it's a silly, goofy, fun show. But the fact that he was so willing to leave his wife and child to go on this random. Of like oh, oh terrible that's so really like
0: upsetting and <laughs> terrible yeah but I didn't care I knew <laughs> that they were gonna try to put him with Priyanka Chopra Jonas and I was like give that part to me I would like to see that now thank you yeah they could have sped through okay that's all I've got we can stop talking about Citadel now but I I maintain my like two out of five stars tops rating. I don't even want to give it a rating because I feel like it's just it's just Dumb.
1: <laughs> yes, it's not a we good agree. Show. It is just it's, dumb, and it is not a good show.
0: It's not a good show, but I'm le- like, I don't know. I enjoyed watching I know. the first two episodes, so it's probably a C, I guess. If I had to, I won't begrudge you it. your
1: enjoyment. I just didn't find the same enjoyment.
0: I like. I feel sad for you that you didn't. Oh, thanks. I think dads <laughs> everywhere, except probably my dad, <laughs> will like this show. I bet my dad will like this show. I really and then he'll be like, would. have you watched Citadel? And I'll be like, oh,
1: no, I have to tell you that I don't like <laughs> As if it's it. like a
0: deep cut. He's like, yeah, did you hear about this show?
1: <laughs> yeah. I totally see
0: him enjoying it. Yeah, probably.
1: Um, White House Plumbers let us transition in a very, you
0: know, organic way. <laughs> what? I don't even want to talk about it. I, uh, we're going to, but I guess yeah. that tells me everything I, I need to know. I really didn't like I'm just getting that out of the way. I really did not like this episode.
1: Yeah. I I felt very lukewarm. Uh, I won't mm-hmm. say that I – I I mean, I didn't hate it. It felt slow. I liked certain aspects a lot. I really liked the vibe. Like, I really liked the 70s. It felt more authentic than, say, Daisy Jones and the 6. I agree. Um, I actually had yeah. that same thought. Yeah. But, uh, like, the music – is good. The like jaunty little like the little typey things where they sort of explain out either um settings or who people are. I like like what they're going for, but then yeah, I don't, I mean, the character like the people themselves are not likable. It's it feels like if this is gonna be the whole thing, it's a little hard
0: it's to tiresome imagine. already. Yeah. yeah. Five hours of this. I guess quickly we should tell people what it is in case yeah. they don't know so it's a mini series a five part mini series on HBO it's a dramatization of the events around watergate told from the vantage point of howard and gordon who are i guess two of the guys that sort of like masterminded it um they were part of a group called the white house plumbers and they were supposedly responsible for plugging leaks and getting nixon reelected but yeah they they were the ones behind the Watergate break-ins, uh, Woody Harrelson and Justin Theroux, and a large is cast of other known people. I it's thought I was Theroux, Theroux, but like it's the if it's pronounced the French way, it's Theroux. So I'm going to stand by that. <laughs> Got it. And yeah, so they star in it, and it's produced or no, the showrunners are writers from Veep, and the director was also a writer on Veep, and it has very Veep energy. Yeah, which I think is what I was responding to but then
1: like the so it's like the shell that it's in i'm like oh i could like this and then just everything else going on inside it i'm like i really don't because like because veep was also unlikable characters but yeah i don't know what the difference is i'm gonna have to like uh, i I was thinking about this this all
0: morning because i love veep it's one of my favorite comedies and i think what works really well about veep is one it's a fairly biting satire and Definitely has a perspective and something to say. And two, the characters are all unlikable and it's making fun of them in a not a political way. Obviously, there's there's politics involved, but it's not really it's not really making fun of any one person or one party in particular. It's more about just politicians sort of how, in general. And yeah, yeah how corrupt exactly. politicians can be, how immoral they can be, how inefficient government can be. And I think because they were original characters and original stories just set in this, you know, environment of government in mm-hmm. the White House, it felt, it felt clear what the satire was supposed to be and what it was saying, but it didn't feel, didn't feel hokey, I guess, in comparison or, to this show, which to mm-hmm. me does.
1: Yeah, no, that's a really good point. I think I do bump on the fact that these were real people and I'm like, God, what awful humans.
0: Right. So it's like, are we supposed – by putting it in this sort of zany vibe, this zany, goofy vibe mm-hmm. or, of satire, but it also has that – yeah, zany is the word that keeps coming to mind for me. By making it have that energy, I'm like, oh, there's something really discordant to me about a guy who's worshiping Hitler in this goofy, zany backdrop. That to me was uh, disturbing and didn't work well. Even if, like, that man truly did idolize Hitler, but it's... Yeah, it's hard The fact that that he was a real guy, it's like, I'm not saying it's so unrealistic. Like, obviously he really existed. But Justin Theroux playing him as sort of a likable little goofy everyman uh, isn't isn't working for me. Yeah, I agree. I agree a lot. I
1: I don't know what I hope. I I don't know if I'll want to watch the next episode, but I it does sort of seem like I'm set up my my personal ideology is such that I will never, you know, want these people to succeed. I feel like part of what would make this show better, and I know that they're going off of like you said real people, so they can't really fudge too much there but if I if I wanted this if I if I identified with these two men at all which is a hard ask in the first place but and sort of like both wanted them to succeed but also wanted them to fail that dichotomy of of like liking characters that you know are a little unlikable and being invested in what they're doing is something that I am not feeling like I'm going to get out of the show. I'm just like not invested I, in the, in the project in like their relationship with one another in the family dynamic. None of it is really doing it for me. And if in this type of show, it feels like we already know the story. It's got to be like the characters that do it. It can't just be all vibes.
0: And I, yeah, yeah. I, I can't imagine watching any more episodes of this. Honestly, I think, by choosing them as they're in to telling this story, like I think that just wasn't the right decision because, yeah, these guys were idiots, but there isn't – I feel like there has to be something sympathetic in them in order right, for them to be the, you know, protagonists because even if it's, oh, an antihero story, like there has to be something, yeah, to grab onto. And they're trying to with showing Howard's family – and but I can I feel tell that's like the angle they're going to go for his family not for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I would love more Lena Lena I'm Oh my like, god. She yeah. is so underutilized. And I get that again that's like the point. It's like the 70s women cooked and cleaned and didn't do anything else. But even if that's true by portraying you know, it authentically it doesn't, doesn't make it enjoyable to watch. I'm not interested in watching that. Agreed. I mean, let's see more of her in her life. Let's I don't know. I just like I don't like these two characters. I think these men just aren't that interesting, and this time period is interesting, but the jokes are just relying on that. I can't even call it the humor, but like the humor of like, oh, it's the '70s, so everyone's like homophobic and racist and loves Hitler. Is it's like that not plus funny. like a dumb and
1: dumber kind
0: yeah, like, of buddy situation. cop yeah, comedy of errors. If it were from which... her point
1: of view, sorry, I'm just like um. I guess that wouldn't work either because you wouldn't have as much insight into the thing. But yeah, picking picking some other point of view to tell this story, I think, may have got me more interested. They did that
0: last year on Stars. There's a show called Gaslit starring Julia Roberts. Mm. And it's the same story from a woman's perspective, a woman who was involved. I can't remember who she was or what she did. Julia And Roberts. I haven't seen the show. But I've heard it's much better. <laughs> I'm going to check it out because – Well, I've heard it's good. And so, therefore, I'm assuming, assuming much familiar. better because I didn't like this.
1: I'm so surprised I, at how many heavy hitters, like, I mean, we already mentioned like three main huge actors that are in this, but then like Dominal Gleeson's also in it. Um, I think Judy Greer, is that her name? Who I love. She's in a yeah, lot of cast comedies. casting is crazy.
0: The casting also, is insane. It, I and found I know that that man's name is Donal, it's pronounced as Donal, and it blew oh, my mind. Oh, I just, just said there's so many I? Yeah, but there's so many uh, characters, so many letters yeah. in there.
1: <laughs> the Irish name, Donal Gleeson. Yeah.
0: Um, He's and the, so underutilized, also, though. Well, he was in like, he had two senses.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's only one episode. So maybe that'll change, yeah. but there are not that many episodes to go around. Um, but yeah, like a lot of comedic. Oh, what's the name? What's the guy who plays the Dean in Community?
0: He's in there for 30 seconds. Was he? Oh, I yeah. missed that. But I noticed it was like watching. It was um, just ooh. like, a, who's that person? Who's that person? Oh, yeah. Who's that person? Because I wrote down like a few people that showed Jeremy Jam yes yeah i don't know what that oh no i know his real name john glazer he was in it for like 10 seconds and i was like hey councilman jam and one of the guys from veep who i can't remember his character name on veep he was in it for like three seconds his name is gary cole um he's a, like a, a fairly known actor i always player? think of him as the stepdad from cadet kelly i'll never not think of him. oh as my the god stepdad that guy but he it was also in veep so i was like well maybe they like grabbed him yeah. because there's like veep uh, showrunners but there's but also yeah, a character who reminded me of robbie from new girl but who in fact was not robbie from new girl they're like boss in, in the first scene in visual. Uh, like he looked, yeah, a little just like, like really Robbie. looks okay. like Robbie from New Girl, but it oh, wasn't him. Yes, agreed. The guy who like pulls in, yeah, Coulson. Um, I think was his name. Who sounded too much like Coulson? Although it is, it's a, it's a real name, so I can't, I can't <laughs> begrudge them that one. But also a random note before yeah. I, s- I know I've said a lot of words all That's at okay. once, but the Hitler record playing scene oh, so was so uncomfortable. Like, I get the humor they were going for, and it, it was a very, like, veep sort of scene, I think, in the humor. It went on way too long. Like, I was about to fast forward because it was giving me anxiety. Just the yelling and the talking at the same time, like, I wanted to I wanted to move away from that. I did have the thought – I went through a whole roller
1: coaster at first. I was just like, this is going on for way too long. And then it hit a point where I was like, okay, this is kind of funny. And then it went on for too long past that. I don't know what the yeah. sweet spot would have been, but –
0: It was just too loud. I was, it was too hmm. loud. But that's also – like, if I had been sitting there, I would have had to leave. Like, that is just my hell.
1: Mm-hmm. Not
0: the – obviously, the Hitler part of it, <laughs> but just the, like, loudness of it and people trying to hear themselves talk. Yeah. The whole
1: setup. I was just going – the just back to the the cast – It made me uh, sad that all of these people were in it and it didn't seem like they were going to like be utilized for anything really funny. Like they were all just sort of dramatic actors in this somewhat comedy, like zany setting. And yeah, I don't know if that'll change, but I was just sort of like, this feels squandered talent. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Also Woody Harrelson's voice is, it's too much. I was very distracted in a bad way with the it, it's not I don't know I get that that's probably how sounded in Kent. real life <laughs> but yeah but it's not working in the way that sometimes when you see somebody in like a biopic and you're like wow they totally did the voice like this has leaned way too far into parody given I don't know if it's just the style of the voice or the way he's playing it but I was like I get that we're not supposed to respect this character but I also feel like Woody Harrelson doesn't have any respect for this character and that is an odd feeling. Like, I feel like he doesn't even take him seriously, but the show sort of, like, wants us to take him seriously enough, at least, for him to be the protagonist and to, like, care about what he's going through. And I just – I feel like Woody Harrelson's performance is, like, not working for me. Have you
1: seen any clips of the real person speaking? No, I haven't. I just assumed if he's doing
0: that voice that it, like, it has to be because that's how he sounded. I wanted to
1: just to compare and see, like, oh, maybe it is truly on par. Maybe it's a a perfect representation, but I feel like this is a very good example of a show that is in some ways executed very well, but doesn't have a spark that actually is like makes for a good show. The everything, yeah, I've said it multiple times in the last 20 minutes, but like everything about the packaging is good. And then just the like
0: final bits of... uh, it's not even the writing. It, or maybe it's it's some of the writing. I think the pre- premise was inherently flawed. Like, we're going to take these two guys who are unlikable and were pretty dumb. I, mean, I they, don't know. Ex- when I like, heard that, I was like, oh, that could be good. Like, I, I had some hope after hearing the premise. I was like,
1: okay, this could be a little... I
0: think that could be the character, like the people that this is really based on, not characters, but true people, <laughs> would have... I don't know would have needed some sort of angle of like well, they were they I don't know something that would make them sympathetic characters, yeah, or more just more interesting, maybe I mean the I feel like Gordon's main thing is that he likes Hitler so far at least in this first episode, and I don't th- I don't know what that's not funny, I think the funniest part of the show and the best done so far is the score the like heist music overlaid on scenes where they're just, they think they're super spies, but they're just idiots. Mm-hmm. Like that is comedy and that is working. Yes. And I think they needed to hone in on that and make this a 90 minute movie and move on. I don't know how they're going to do this for five hours. And the pacing's already like a little wonky. Yeah. There were so many scenes where I just like zoned out. And Same. Other scenes where I was like, oh, it feels like a lot's happening. Yes. And that yeah. went by in a, totally in a agree. second. So, It's just, I guess, poorly executed at times, well executed at others, but a flawed premise, and I'm not going to keep watching it. Yeah, I haven't decided yet. All
1: signs point to no. (laughs) But um, who knows? Maybe I'll just, like, see what they do with the second episode just out of curiosity. But not my fave. So with that, I think we could probably wrap it up. And maybe hopefully talk about shows we actually like to watching in our next uh, podcast. Find links to follow us on socials and subscribe to our newsletter in the show notes of this episode. Thank you for listening to Double Take. If you like what you heard, please support us by subscribing and leaving a review. See you next time. The Double Take podcast is produced by Jess Ball and me, Jennifer Cullen.